Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. And we're on. Hey, everyone. I'm Liam, the daughter. Hey, I'm Laura. I'm the mom. What's going on? What's happening? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I see you have some tea in your cup today. I do have some nice piping hot tea. Thank you, Jacob. Wow. Yeah. Do you want to tell the folks why? Dude, I have been hugging the porcelain god, oh, god. for 48 hours. Yeah. I think Laura got some food poisoning, I which is I just did. the worst. I think I did. And I am like, oof. Was yeah, was it I think a bad bowl of mac and cheese, we've determined <laughs> is what, what did it in the end. Oh my god. You know gosh. when you're playing that game, like who ate what? Did we all eat the same thing? Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is why we do not eat out very often. Right, exactly. So here's your like poop warning for the little first bit of this episode. Cause we're just gonna try to, you know, make fun of it as right. we do to make Laura not feel so shitty because she like Oh no pun intended. Oh my god. I'm already off to a fucking great start. Oh my god. So hey, listen. Listen, food poisoning is the worst. Uh, and if I could like give one piece of advice <laughs> to kids, you know, like say right. I was asked to go and speak at an right. event and they were like, Lee, if you could give like one piece of advice <laughs> for kids to know right. about growing, growing up adulthood, I'd say be prepared to shit your pants at least one time <laughs> and you're not going to expect it, right. you know, because you're an adult and you're going to you be ever? like, I shouldn't be shitting my pants. <laughs> It's going to happen. If anybody tells you they haven't. They're lying to you. Like, dead ass, they are lying. Um, yeah, I want uh, a Kennywood corn dog. We're from Pittsburgh. Sorry, Kennywood. <laughs> Kennywood corn dog got me and my grandfather. We were laid down for the count. It was the, the worst I have ever felt in my life. Like, yeah, I'm not even kidding. Right? Like, body chills, just the fucking worst. I shit myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. You can't help it. Well, that's exactly how I knew it was coming on. I was like... I am freezing. Like, I felt like my bones were icicles. And I'm like, it's the worst, isn't it? And you, like, start getting the cold sweats. And I'm like, whew. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So she was a little embarrassed. And I'm like, hey, no shame in the game. We've all been there, you know? My advice to younger me would be, do not trust a fart. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Like, you hear that piece of advice and you think that people are being funny. Like, no. For real, though. And let me tell you a little bit about Jake's experience with shitting himself. And I know he's really going to like this. He gave me permission to tell this story, by the way. Um, so... A few years ago, I ripped uh, my rotator cuff. Yes. Uh, filling a, you know, <laughs> jug of, what was it, Brazil nuts? Brazil nuts. Brazil nuts. It was a heavy bag of nuts. <laughs> and uh, I threw my shoulder out and it like had me, I had to get well, you two. You tore your rotator I cuff. I tore yeah. my rotator cuff. I had to yeah. get two surgeries. Yeah. And so I, I had never been through this experience before. So Jake was trying, he's like, you know, you're going to be like, 
drugged up. So like, don't fucking say anything <laughs> embarrassing because like my dad was in the room, my stepmom, you, like the whole fam. And this is when you guys were like kind For of new to like the a scene. year into the yeah, relationship, like right? Yeah, like he hadn't even been around your dad that much, right? Which don't even get me started. He had to like bathe me. Like this is like a year into the relationship. It was ridiculous. He's like a fucking saint. But anyway, so of course I'm in the room. I get drugged up. Everyone's there. It's like a family reunion. I don't know why they wanted to all see me go through. And I'm like, hey, everyone, I have something to say. Uh, one time a few weeks ago, Jake thought he was farting and he totally shit his, shit his pants. Like, just a little bit. Just a little bit. And I said it in front of the whole, like the doctor was in the room. <laughs> and we all know Jake likes his privacy. Okay. So he just was not happy. But he himself, even Jake, right? This golden, <laughs> glorious man has shit himself. I'm trying to work on dealing with feeling embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. I, if I can say one thing about myself, I am like never embarrassed. Like very that rarely. That is true. Right? Like I just don't care. You don't. <laughs> I have no shame. So yeah, like we have totally all been there. Do you feel better? Well, what about you? What's your story? I told you the Kennywood corn dog. Oh, yeah. Like I probably a, f- a few times. It really got me. Like I was extremely sick. <laughs> I was thinking about the time that we were going to that show. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't know if I ate something bad. I just think that was bad timing. Okay. So, yeah, let me break it down if you want to go there. So, you know, we own the the herbal company together, and we used to have to go do shows right. out on the road. And so you'd have to fucking pack your car with all the products. Oh, yeah. And I think this one was in Ohio. So yes. it was a few hours away. We pack the car. We're heading, you know. Yeah. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. We're on like cow country we're roads. We're right? like dirt roads. roads. No other car in sight. No buildings. <laughs> the roads were, you know, barely roads. Barely roads. Cows. Every, Cows were all you were I'm seeing. I'm like going over these bumps in the roads and you're like, mom. I said, mom. <laughs> Something's talking to me. <laughs> I need you to calm down. But it got like dire. And how she's laughing now the whole time. It was like an hour of like. I would rather die right now because I am going to shit my pants. Pull over. I'm going in with the cows. I was like, I will go in the grass. Like, you know, when it's like the alternative is like, I will have to shit myself. Like your GP, your Google Maps isn't working. Nothing's working. No, you're goddamn looking thing. for the nearest. No. Um, and I am not a public pooper anyway. So then by the time we found this crusty, dusty gas station and I ran in, it was comical. Like I, we should have our own TV show. I ran in kind of like the bridesmaid scene. I'm like, get the fuck out. I don't even care. Give me the bathroom key. It was mortifying. There were like bugs everywhere. I'm like, I don't even care. And then you come out and what did I say? What? shitters full you know what yeah she was just having the time of her fucking life so again we've all been there though we have but the kicker of that story is then we got to where we were going in ohio and we forgot our tent and we couldn't even fucking do the show because that's lee and laura for you we did because it was raining though we stood out in the rain oh fantastic yeah yeah. so i have tons of poop stories i mean (laughs) well you know did this make you feel better did it make me feel better? Well, I still feel like my stomach is still like wanting to join the conversation. So yeah, is it just yeah. gonna interrupt? I'm just today? like gonna be <laughs> sipping on some tea and let me get another microphone. Salty. <laughs> <laughs> microphone. I think it does. Oh my gosh! Well, 
you know. But hey, this is like the most rest I've gotten in a 24-hour period. <laughs> it's your body's way of just saying, girl, take a chill. I caught up on some much-needed uh, Walking Dead time. Exactly. Maybe stay away from the mac and cheese next time, you know. <laughs> let's just let's just keep walking. Oh, my gosh. You know, I will never. Hey, maybe that's why I didn't, you know, really know about corn dogs because after the Kennywood corn dog, I said me and you were done. And so I didn't know about the corn. I have to end this relationship. <laughs> Me and you were no more. Yeah, I'm thinking that I'm never eating out again. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. I think that solid point. <laughs> good, good. That's why I like to we, cook my own food. Exactly. We've all been there, girl. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, there's that. <laughs> with that. With that, Jake, what's our organization this week? This week is Jane's Due Process. They help young people in Texas navigate parental consent laws and confidently access abortion and birth control. So yes, that will be linked um, along with some other resources. Listen, we say it every week. This yeah. is an important one. Yep. Um, so please go and read about it. We're not going to talk about it in length because we'll get heated yes. and upset. And that's not, you know, going to help anything. That's not why we're here. So right. go check yeah. out those resources and please learn some more about please it. Please do. And on a lighter note, I think we have a patron to thank. Yes. We do. A Felicia, who is a magic mama. Thank you so much for your support. Hi, Felicia. Hi, Felicia. Oh. <laughs> in tandem. That was great. Nice. Welcome to the family. How Welcome. Cool. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, are you ready to jump into I'm it? I'm ready. I have a fun. I have a fun one today. Do you? Yeah, I think I'm feeling very nostalgic for like my youth. Oh my God. Oh no. Um, you know, I'm moving into my 30s. So I'm going like early 2000s the last few wow. weeks. I know, I'm liking it. I am doing Twitches today. Nice. I know. It's a wow, t- I haven't seen that forever. Forever. And you're just going to love where this is going. Am oh, I? You really are. Okay. okay. So 2005 Disney TV movie rated TV PG. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. Directed by Stuart Gillard. Written by Melissa Gold and Dan Berenson. I like it. And based on a book series by H.B. Gilmore. Nice. That was uh, put out by Scholastic. 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 Um, I did not know it was based on a book series, so I thought that was really cool. Interesting. Um, Here's the cast. Tia Mowry as Alex Fieldling or Artemis. Okay. Okay. Tamara Mowry as Cameron Barnes or Apollo. Mm. Mm-hmm. Kristen Wilson as Miranda. Patrick Fabus. I don't know how to say <laughs> some of these names these. today. As Thantos. And he's from Better Call Saul. Ooh. I just wanted to point okay. out. Uh, Jennifer Robertson as Ileana. And she's from Schitt's Creek. Hello. Oh. Good okay. cast. Uh, Pat Kelly as Karsh. Jessica Greco as Lucinda. Jackie Rosenbaum as Beth. Arnold Pinnock as David. And Karen Holness as Emily. Woo. Ooh, what a cast. That is a list. All right, you ready for the rundown? Yes. <laughs> I'm sitting. I'm. She just, just stared at me. I'm, I'm like, like, oh, no. Yeah, I'm ready. She's like, I'm drinking my tea. Don't yeah. shit your pants. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. You're welcome. All right, so it jumps right in with a story about the magical dimension of Coventry, where darkness was beginning to overpower the forces of light. Kind of reminiscent of Shrek, it opens with like a storybook. Mm, okay. Um, and it shows a spooky castle with an ass load of fog. You can't have a castle without, without fog. fog. And you know what? I love the smell of fake fog. Like you in know. a haunted house you had a candle i had a candle that smelled just like a fog machine and oh my god loved i loved it. it so much yeah now is when i will say the special effects in this movie are so bad but Ooh. so good at the same time Love you know some cheesy kind of, special it effects. adds to it yeah um so the royal twin daughters of the sun and the moon were born on halloween and so was a new hope 
Okay. Okay. And as the prophecy says, only the twin witches can restore Coventry's light. Because remember, the darkness is coming yes. in. Uh, we see the darkness. It's just kind of dark fog. We get okay. again. Uh, it swoops in and it's coming after the little tiny babies that Halloween night. Or it's trying mm-hmm. to get them. Mm-hmm. The twins aren't safe together. So their magical protectors named Ileana and Karsh separate them and put them on planet Earth. Okay. Boring old Earth. Oh, bummer. Oh, bummer. Even though they are apart, each has a special necklace, Apollo the sun, and Artemis the moon. Nice. Super cute. Uh, we flash forward 21 years later on Halloween, so remember mm-hmm. it's their birthdays, right. which I'm super jealous. Uh, Apollo is now named Cameron, and she was adopted by a flawless, well-off couple, and she is a talented artist who likes to draw. Nice. Um, I was a big Tamara fan. Like, Mm -hmm. I always, like, she was my favorite, and so I love her character in this. And she's an artist. Hello. Hello. Specifically, she has been drawing pictures of a girl that looks like her, but she says it doesn't feel like her. Mm -hmm. Wink, Mm -hmm. wink. Uh Uh-huh. Artemis, who is now named Alex, was adopted by a single mother who was not well off, and she passed away three months ago when we meet Alex. I know, so kind of opposite Mm -hmm. ends of the spectrum here. She is an intuitive writer who is in love with the moon and nighttime. So again, you see what's going on. Mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, Their lives are very different. Like I said, Cameron is playing tennis with her dad before her big 21st birthday bash while Alex is out looking for a job so she can scrape up some money to get her own place because she's living on her friend's couch. Oh, no. Okay, so again, yeah. All right, so Alex is out, like, hanging out with her friend, Mm -hmm. and they're on the bus, and she is telling her friend how she has had a bad gut feeling all day about how the day is going to go. Okay. And we see cars creeping on her. Oh. All right. Meanwhile, Ileana is creeping on Cameron while her and her friend are shopping nearby. So something is going on. Keeping an eye out. Keeping an eye out. The two begin to send the twins little signals to help guide them to their destiny, as they say. Mm-hmm. That was prophesied at the beginning, remember? Right. We just They just don't know it's about they them They don't yet. know. Right. Uh, so their little signs push Alex to head into the same store that Cameron is shopping at. To apply for a job, which she gets immediately. And I think oh, that's really? like hilarious. She's mm. like, yeah, you can start. And she like just starts putting clothes back on a rack. I'm like, oh, okay. Here's a handshake and get to work. I'm like, yeah, must not be 2021 because <laughs> now it's like a fucking five year long process to get a job. Oh my gosh. Yes. Exactly. So Alex and Cameron run into each other and are obviously like shitting their pants. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see how it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. She's like, all right, you're just going to rag on me all episode. Uh, because they look exactly alike. They're yeah. identical mm-hmm, twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of accept it a little too quickly for really? me. But again, it's a Disney movie. Shit's got to get moving. <laughs> uh, they quickly realize that they are twins. Uh, magical is fuck twins. So when they join hands, time slows down around them. Technology starts freaking out. The wind starts blowing. Of you course. Know. Uh, They are obviously complete opposites, though. So Cameron is automatically into this. She's like, fuck, yeah, we're witches. Yeah. And Alex is like, hold the fuck up. (laughs) Pump the brakes. I've seen more shit than you in this lifetime. Mm -hmm, And I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm not sure about this yet. I'm not buying what you're selling. Right. But they decide to try and focus the energy and, like, see what happens. Like, let's test this out. They grab hands, their clothes switch, and, like, a bunch of other shit starts happening. So now they're kind of like, okay, we're on board. We're in. They go back to Cameron's house to figure out what exactly is going on. And it's decorated for Halloween, remember? Oh, no. oh my God, I love cute. it. 
What? They start practicing their magic, saying little spells to like open dresser drawers, etc. And they notice that they are 10 times stronger when they are doing the spells together. (gasps) Similar to the power of three. Right. right? They're good on their own. But when they join, it's like, hello. The power of three minus one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Math with lore. (laughs) Uh, so as they're hanging out, they walk into what they think is a closet, but it actually leads them to Coventry. Oh, of course. All right. Uh, there, they finally meet the two creeps, Karsh and Ileana. And I wrote like two creeps and then the twins called them creeps at Did some they point. Really? Yeah. And I was like, exactly. Because they're like lurking on them the whole time. Okay. But they're there to help them. Of course. Uh, Coventry feels familiar to the girls because it, because, because it. <laughs> Because it is the land of make-believe that Alex has been writing about her whole life at night when she can't sleep. Okay. And the characters and scenes in it are what Cameron has been painting her whole of life course. in the morning when the sun comes up. Of course. I, I really do like it. I think it's, it's a cute so story. Cute. So Alex has the gift of knowing mm-hmm. and Cameron has the gift of sight. Yes. Oh. I love that. Also, they still have their necklaces. Of course. Okay. Yes. So Coventry is finally being revealed to the sisters now because the darkness has completely taken over and they're the only ones that can stop it. Yeah. Bummer. <laughs> Ooh, bummer. Their father died the day they were born, we oh, find out. sucks. But they're... <laughs> <laughs> Or, oh, <laughs> but their mother is alive. Okay. But good. she is in trouble. Oh. All right. For 21 years, they have waited for the twins to get their shit together, and now they must save Coventry and everyone in it. Okay. I know. Like, yes. I just met you, and you are putting this shit on my back? Dude, I just got a job hanging clothes on a rack, <laughs> and now you have me saving a mystical now world? Now you hit me with this shit? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> so Alex at first is like, no. She does exactly what we just said. She's like, no fucking chance. Uh, she, are, she says she already knows how the story ends, and she doesn't like it, because remember, she's been writing uh, about it. Oh, yeah. So they storm back off to Earth, but they do decide that no matter what happens, they will stick together as sisters. Cute. Cute. Which is great because the darkness has followed them out of Coventry. Mm, of okay, course. They, they like left the closet door open. I saw that coming. Okay. Yeah. And is now running amok. Amok, amok, amok around Earth. Uh-huh. All right. Also, the more the twins use their magic, the easier it is to track them. So that's why they were separated when they were little babies. I see, I see. All right, meanwhile, the girls, who, again, aren't aware of any of this yet, that like the darkness has come out of com- Coventry. Oh, my God. Can I talk? <laughs> Coventry. I don't uh, think you that can. That sounds like a dirtier version <laughs> of what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, they are going through Alex's story to find out, like, what to do next, right? Mm. And kind of test out their powers. There are, lo- there are lots of cute scenes between them, like, doing spells and walking around town, kind of feeling their shit, right? And as they're Bonding. <laughs> bonding. Bonding. Yes. As they're chit-chatting, the darkness finally reveals itself and attacks them, and they realize that they, like, were not fucking ready. Yeah, right. like, stop walking around town doing little fucking spells and get your fucking shit together. Shouldn't be, like, having a good time. No, no. it's not the time for this. So long story, very short. There is a classic fight and split up moment, right? Every movie has to have one. Alex meets the mom in Coventry, and it's, like, a sad, cute little moment. There's lots of tears. Hmm. But she realizes is she can't do shit without Cameron because they balance each other and they're of more course. powerful together. Yes. Duh, this is a movie about sister bonding. Yes. Fuck. The darkness turns out to be Thantos, the father's brother, Ugh. who like married the mom. I, it got kind of soap opery in there. And I'm like, mm. hold the fuck up. But we were aware of him the whole movie. Okay. okay so it was supposed to be a twist. Like, oh uh, my God, what? Okay. 
It turns out he killed Aaron, the father, because he was jealous of his wealth in his hot family. Ugh, he, wanted a little, he wanted a little piece. And he's been draining the mother of her powers ever since. And that's why he's so powerful. So Alex and Cameron work together to defeat Thantos in the darkness and save their mother by joining hands and thinking about love. Because that's what will drown out the darkness. It's of all about love. It's all about love. Of course, love always wins. The darkness is no longer. Coventry is restored. And everyone lives happily ever after together at the Halloween birthday bash. I love it. It's so cute. So are the girls residing in Coventry or are they staying on Earth? I think they're staying on Earth. And it, uh, there's a sequel, okay, <gasps> oh. which I will do. So okay. I think we will find out, I will find what, out happens what happens to the gals. Oh, all right. Um, so here is what you're really going to like. <laughs> I think you kind of can mm-hmm, sense where mm-hmm, this is going. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't seen this movie in a long time, right? When I say 2005, it's been at least probably 10 fucking years. It's not, for some reason, it's one that I like haven't watched on on Halloween. And when I put it on, I'm like, fuck, this is so good. Um, There's Greek mythology in here. (laughs) And so I know that you didn't. You You mean when you did Clash of the Titans like two weeks ago and and, said you didn't know anything about Greek mythology? And everyone ripped me to shreds because they were like, Lee, you knew absolutely (laughs) nothing about that. And we don't ever want to hear you talk about that again. And I'm here to say. I believe you said I've never been introduced to Greek mythology. Well, the universe heard that. The universe heard that and said, bitch, here you go. Yes, you have. You're going to need to like. Yeah, exactly. It's been all around you your whole life you dumbass yeah um so my lesson is apollo and artemis yes all right so greek and roman mythology but i'm gonna focus on like the greek mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. so twin brother and sister born on the isle of delos okay all right and together they are known as the protectors of youth and children so this is why mm-hmm. the characters were named what they were named in the mm-hmm. movie and it's so cute uh they are the children of zeus Zeus. We, we know about him now. Yes. Okay. And Leto. Okay. I'm prob- again, with the names, yeah. just expect that I'm saying them wrong. Not Jared Leto. <laughs> him and Zeus? That'd be a fucking power couple. I'm into it. So in Clash of the Titans, remember, uh-huh. we talked yeah. about Zeus's wife, Hera. Yes. Okay. Well, Leto was the side gal. Uh, there were I'm a sure lot of, he had many. a lot of side exactly. gals. I'm sure he had many, but Jared you, Leto was, was you the can, number one. When you can rain yourself down in a golden shower, you know, you take advantage of that. Golden shower. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, That's wrong. She goes, don't oh, even. Oh, man. Okay, so Hera wasn't happy, obviously, about mm-hmm. Leto's pregnancy. My goodness. Did you have a stroke? Back it up. Back it up. Why did I literally sound like a tape that was being recorded? (laughs) Rewind. Oh, my. I'm kind of impressed with myself. Just said, I don't know what the fuck I was trying to say. Leto's pregnant. All right. Uh Hera is not happy about it. Again, with the soap opera shit. Did they put her in a box and and ship her down the sea? Uh, Close. They fucking, like, put her on a floating island. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. A floating rock that, like, became an island. Yeah. Why am I trying to explain? (laughs) (laughs) Jake is like, please, just stop. Okay. Anyway, she lands on Delos to give birth. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. Out pops two babies after nine days of horrible labor. Ugh. A boy, Apollo, and a girl, Artemis. Yes. Uh, the two had a close bond, as siblings often do, or so I've heard. So I've <laughs> so heard. I've been told. <laughs> I've not experienced that in my own life, but that must be nice. No. <laughs> All around me are familiar. <laughs> 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 I'm just... Um, and they are present in a bunch of Greek myths. Mm-hmm. 
Obviously, they are associated with the astrological sign of Gemini. Yes. Yay. All right. So let's talk about each of them just a little bit let's because that's what the twins were based on in yes. the movie. Uh, Artemis, Roman name, Diana. Mm-hmm. Okay. Goddess of wild animals, vegetation, mm-hmm. childbirth, and goddess of the hunt. Yes. Did, okay, so you knew all uh-huh. of this? I didn't. You Again. Didn't? Okay. No, I didn't okay. know shit, so I think this is super cool. Yeah. <laughs> the world is watching me experience Greek mythology for the first time. How embarrassing. It's so exciting. All right, so most importantly, though... Artemis is the goddess of the moon, Mm -hmm. which we love. For this reason, sometimes she is depicted with a crescent moon crown. Mm -hmm. In most legends, it is said that she was born first and had to help deliver Apollo directly Uh, after her own birth, which uh, picture that. Baseball (laughs) mid. Talk about just getting like a really shitty lot in life. Like, hey, I you just got here and I'm gonna need you to turn around and do some work. It's like, fuck, that sucks. Uh, really, this is why she is associated with childbirth, of though. Of course. Uh, she is described as wild-natured, skilled hunter. She's very outdoorsy. She's mm-hmm. gorgeous, free-spirited, mm-hmm. independent as fuck. All right. Zeus told her she could have whatever she wanted, and she asked to never be given to a man. Ooh. Fuck yeah. Nice. I love that. That's the kind of energy. As my <laughs> husband sits right there, I'm like, that's the kind of energy I'm moving in. <laughs> He's like, Okay. Uh, She loves to dance and sing and loves the forest, the trees, the mountains, nature. Most active at night, obviously, when the moon and stars are out. Mm. Usually accompanied by nymphs and animals and is often carrying a bow and arrow. Yes. Other, you know, associations, moon, fertility, childbirth, feminine, nurturing. All right. Love it. Colors, white, silver, purple, blue, and green. And crystals, moonstone, and quartz. Love it. Love it. All right, let's talk about Apollo then. Let's do it. All right, so I guess Artemis was Tia's Mm -hmm. character. Okay, Mm -hmm. so obviously the moons, then Apollo, the sun. Four name, oh boy, Phoebus? (laughs) No. No. Phoebus. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a Weedus cover band. (laughs) Is that not right? Phobus. No. I don't know. Okay. It means bright. Okay. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) He is one of the most influential ancient Greek gods. Uh And it is said that when he was born, bright light shined down upon the Isle of Delos. Of course. That's pretty. Uh, God of the sun Mm -hmm. and God of divine distance because he like knew everything. He watched everything from afar. Kind of like Santa is what I said. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Kind of known. (laughs) Yes, he's the Santa of Greek mythology. (laughs) Yes. Uh, He's kind of known for everything. Music, medicine, art, knowledge. It's kind of, you know, the whole package. The whole ball of wax. Also a skilled hunter and archer like his sister, and he's handsome as hell. Of course. All right. Usually depicted with a little wreath on his head, a chariot, and chiseled abs. Chiseled abs. Hell yeah. He's got a six pack. He's got a six pack. Uh, Quite the lover, or so I am told. Uh, Males Mm -hmm. and females was not picky. Takes after his father. Oh, yeah. His father. (laughs) Carried a bow and arrow uh, that was specifically made for him by the god of fire. Mm. Hep, hep, nope. Hephaest. <laughs> Hephaest. <laughs> How about you just spell it for the people? <laughs> He's so sick of me. He's like, oh my God. H-E-P-H-A-E-S-T. T-U-S. There you go. All right. Uh, Apollo eventually takes over the Oracle of Mother Earth. Okay. Mm. And this is something that we're going to have to just 
dive into another time. This is my problem with Greek mythology. Is you so can't, long. It's so you can't just like they all weave into each other. They all weave. So yeah. that's for another day. Uh, but he really becomes known as the master of prophecy. That's why I brought mm. it up. And prophecy is defined as a prediction or foretelling, a message that is claimed to have been communicated to the prophet by a deity. Right. De- a deity. This is a hot pile. Of this is a This is a tongue twister. Listen, I'm never going to be allowed to talk about Greek mythology again. I'm just going to be banned. Anyway, he's associated with the sun, masculine energy, life, fire, inspiration, passion, action. All um, right. Yes. Colors, obviously warm colors, red, orange, yellow, and crystals, sunstone, and amber. Yeah. So they are the balance, right? They're the twins, the, the night, and the, the day. Yes. yes. The feminine energy and the masculine energy. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. And mm-hmm. I do think that Twitches like paid close yes. attention to that and really use that. They use certain colors, like each of the girls had a color palette uh, kind of thing going on. I thought it was really that. cute. So that is my lesson, damn it. I love that. Uh, did you know any of that? I did. <laughs> okay. I did. Yes. More about the moon goddess for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. I okay. mean, I know the, but I didn't know his name specifically. Yeah. I thought it was neat. Mm-hmm. So there's a little more Greek mythology for you. I love it so much. Would you like some fun facts and random thoughts about Twitches? You know I would. All right. It was released in October as part of Disney's Haunt-tober and was super popular. Nice. It's very cheesy. Mm-hmm. It's very cheesy. Bad special effects, like I said. Questionable acting, okay, from mm. some of the side characters, but I love it. It's super magical. A lot yeah. of, you know, witches, obviously, but it's like a magical parent trap kind uh, of thing. Yes, I definitely agree with that. Like I said, really cool attention to details through, like, colors, the sun and moon imagery, etc. obviously inspired by other magical pop culture movies, like... There was a certain, like, uh, storyline that I was like, that's kind of similar to, like, Harry Potter, and you kind of could see, like, a practical magic influence in there, but we love that. Right. I was a giant Tian Tamara fan. Sister you Sister were. was my fucking shit. Yeah, you were. We love seeing witches of color. Honestly, they did fucking great in the movie. Yeah. Like, their acting was fucking phenomenal, especially considering the time, and it's fucking Disney yeah. Channel. Disney Channel. Except I did read that they were 27. Playing twenty-one year olds. I mean, that's that's so common. Fucking it, that cracks me up every time. Because now yeah. that I'm that age, I'm like, oh my god, yeah. that's like fucking hysterical. Yes. Um, the early two thousands fashion, woo, so bad. It was coming out to play in this movie. The skirts, the belts, <laughs> ugh, nostalgic as hell. All of it. Someone made a Jane Goodall reference and joke in the movie, and I had to write it down because I'm like, oh, my God, I loved it so much. I love that. It was a very, like, specific joke that I think a lot of people would have missed. Yeah. Um, one of the houses used in the movie was also used as Regina George's house in Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. 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 Your favorite movie. She won't watch it with me. I'm going to try to get it. <laughs> I have never seen Mean Girls. <gasps> so bad. It's hilarious. No, you'll like it. We will watch it. You will like it, damn it. I don't know. Maybe Fact Check Jake can try to figure this out. I wonder if it was filmed in Canada because certain accents and then like people from Degrassi had little cameos. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, hey, he's from Degrassi. And I'm like, it had to have been filmed. It was filmed in Toronto. Uh There you go. I nailed it. Um, Like I said, there's a sequel, Twitches 2, and And there's talks of a third. Really? Yeah. Like as of recently, like a comeback. Ah, the next generation. The next generation. Twitches. Twitches too. I would love to do that at some point and maybe dive into like 
twin telepathy i think Ooh, could also be a cool topic yeah yeah obviously i had to explain like what they were referencing here but that could yes, also be fun that would be super cool so that's twitches i love that i would say go watch it it's super cute super fun for all ages and it's a really good like september movie put it on your halloween watching yeah, list i think it's gonna be an annual september thing for me because it's not so halloweeny mm-hmm. like it just sets the fall vibe Oh, vibe. I love it. Woo. So that's Twitches. Yay. I love it. All right, Lori, you're up. I am up. And weirdly, we have a lot of crisscrossies. Again. Really? Again. Yeah. It's so weird. Fun. It's very weird. Okay. So I am doing Into the Woods. Ooh. Okay. Which I believe was requested. Because, oh, okay. because I have not seen this movie. I did not know anything about it. Here's a little secret. I have never, I don't know anything like Blank Slate. Okay, Blank Slate for me. And I was like, oh, I did no. not know this was a musical. Oh, my God, Laura. <laughs> Very Blank Slate. Very, Very blank that's slate. how Blank, well, we've already discussed that I am not the musical. Huge, well, I'm not, oh, no, I do love a musical now. <laughs> You know, <laughs> across the universe, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts. You know, I, I, okay, I'm a Roger. A Rogers, we're talking uh, Stephen Sondheim over here. Right. Rogers and Hammerstein. I'm, you know, I'm right sure, there. Sure. State fair. Love it. Okay. okay. But hmm. oh. uh, <laughs> we've already talked about, you know, I'm not a huge Disney fan. Oh, so shit. It, I forgot it's Disney, yeah, isn't so it? So we're both doing Disney. Hilarious. All right. So 2014 musical fantasy. It sounds like exactly what you love. Yeah. Right. Two hours (gasps) and five minutes. Okay. Now we've talked about my love of the lengthy film. You do love a lengthy film, just not in this case. Not in this case. No, No, it was good. I enjoyed it. I am glad that I watched it, but would, would I watch it again? Probably not. Oh shit. Okay. But you know, I am the oddball out here because it was a huge hit. So it was a huge hit. Directed by Rob Marshall. Okay. And adapted to the screen by James Lapine from the 1986 Broadway musical of the same name by James Lapine and Stephen Sondheim. Yeah, I did know that it was a musical, Mm -hmm. so I wasn't as blank as you. Obviously, I do not even know my Broadway uh, plays there. So, Walt Disney production, $50 million budget, 212.9 mil at the box office. Are you kidding? No. Wow, I missed this part of history. I know, right? So this was considered a surprise hit. Okay. It was nominated for three Golden Globes, three Academy Awards, and many, many, many other awards. I myself um, am surprised. Right? Yes. Um, a killer soundtrack, which, you know, obviously did real well, mm-hmm. and high fives from fans of the original Broadway play. So okay, that's what I was wondering. It was all around two enthusiastic thumbs up. We love to see it. All right, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The film appealed to a younger Frozen generation as well. <laughs> That's I the mean, way you said that, you know, so it was appealing to the younger kids who that, like, you know, Frozen. who like Frozen gotcha. and then as well as the older crowd of Broadway musical fans. Nice. So they had a huge, you know, a wide net, a wide net. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, opened on Christmas Day. Fun. Taking in 31 million the first weekend, making it the best box office debut of a Broadway inspired movie musical. Damn. Right. All right. And I have to say, this was a stellar cast. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Meryl Streep Whoa. as witch. Heavy hitter. Oh, just simply witch. Witch. Uh, all right, I'm there. She encompasses all of the Disney witches in one. <laughs> and I love it. Anna Kendrick as Cinderella. Okay. And I was like, where have I seen this gal before? You don't like her. 
Do, do I not? No. Okay. You tell me every time do she comes I? on screen, you're like, I don't like her. <laughs> I'm like, what have I seen her in? And then I was like, oh, I just watched uh, Twilight and she was in that. Oh, she okay. was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pine as Cinderella's prince. He's in everything. Really? Because yeah. I was like, who is he? I don't oh my God. think I know him. We are literally like a fucking comedy. <laughs> We're like, I was like, I'm going to have to look him up because I don't think sketch. I know him. Emily Blunt. I love her. As Baker's wife. Yes, because she's married to John Krasinski from The Office, him. right? Yeah. Uh, Daniel Huddlestone as Jack. Okay. James Corden as Baker. Nice. Christine Baranski. Love her as stepmother. Do she I know is who that in is? everything. I don't think I know. Mama Mia. Oh, the Whoville. Oh, I you know, know exactly who you're She's talking in about. everything. Yep. She really is. She is in everything. Uh, Tracy Allman as Jack's mother. Uh, Lila Crawford as Little Red Riding Hood. Johnny Depp as Wolf. Really? Mackenzie Mousy as Rapunzel. And Frances Delator as Giant. And I was like, where have I seen her? And she was in Harry Potter as oh, um, the teacher. Maxim. Maxime. Maxim. You, Madame Maxime. Yeah. You, you know, we are not allowed to talk about Harry Potter. We've gotten in trouble oh, many yes. times because yes. we don't know enough and we just prove it again. <laughs> Everyone breathe past it. We didn't do it. We didn't do it. <laughs> All right. So here is the plot. Yes. Okay. The movie revolves around a couple, the baker and his wife. Simply referred to as the baker and his wife. (laughs) Okay. They have no names. No names. Who want desperately to have a child, but have not had any success in doing so. Okay. They are visited by a witch who happens to be their neighbor. And she explains that when the baker's mom was pregnant with his sister, she was craving some vegetables. Okay. So his dad jumped the fence and helped himself to all of her tasty veggies in the garden. The witch's veggies. Yes. Oh, no. When the witch catches him in the act, she demands the child in return. For the veggies. Yes. Seems like a fair trade. Give me some veggies. (laughs) I want that baby. You took one cucumber. (laughs) I'm going to need that baby. No, apparently he was pretty greedy. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) What she didn't realize was that the baker's dad also took some of the magic beans growing. Not the magic fucking beans. It was the magic beans. Hmm. And as a result, the witch's own mother places a curse of ugliness on her. <laughs> Over the witch? Yes. Wow. So she goes from this beautiful young witch. How the fuck was it her fault? Too ugly. Well, she's supposed to be guarding those beans, Lee. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Sleeping on the job. You can't slip. She's going to get you. <laughs> and we're only about five minutes into the movie. So she's, so she's hideous. So it's that old witch. Right. Gotcha. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. Gotcha. And did I mention this was a musical? <laughs> you did. Oh, so this was all done via song. Love it. Oh, my God. This reminds me of, like, 1980s Eddie Murphy comedy skits <laughs> when he talks about, like, when he's, he talks about Elvis Presley. He's like, you know, that guy can make up a song about anything. Hey, Elvis, nice day. Would you like a cup of lemonade? Lemonade. <laughs> that cool, refreshing drink. <laughs> it's like, that's what this movie served. It was like, oh, here's a cup. A cup. A cup. It's like, wow. <laughs> Laura's going to be roasting the shit out of this for the next it's, a lot of, it's a lot of music. <laughs> need, I'm, this musical is too music-y. I'm going to need it to calm down. I mean, were all these tunes really necessary? I don't know. It reminds me of the time my dad ordered coconut cream pie and sent it back because there was too much coconut on <laughs> Yes, Jake. Thank you. <laughs> 
Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, okay, shit. so the witch tells the baker and his wife that she can lift the curse, which will allow them to have a baby if they find and bring to her four objects. Okay. In which she will make a potion. Nice. A slipper as pure as gold, a cape as red as blood, a cow as white as milk, and hair as yellow as corn. And it is critical <laughs> that, the, that the witch not touch any of these items. So okay. they have to go get them. <laughs> the, See? Corn. the corn, corn right? Really oh, it gets, be- gets better. Okay. okay. So this brings in some of the Grimm's fairy tales, right? Yeah. Little Red Riding Hood, Cinderella, Rapunzel, and Jack and the Beanstalk, which they keep they kept stating was a Grimm fairy tale, but when I looked it up several times, it isn't. But didn't we talk we'll about this yeah. when you did Grimm? Yeah. Or no. When well, I did the, uh, the Brothers movie. Grimm. Yeah, that, yeah. You flashed the cinematic piece of crap badge there. Yes. But. So we'll leave that there. Okay. <laughs> um, as the baker is leaving the house, he puts on his dad's old coat, which has been laying in the corner for like 50 years, um, which miraculously, after all of these years, still has magic beans in this pocket. Hell yeah. As he heads out, he runs into Jack, who's trying to sell his cow to feed his family. Okay. Right? Yes. And he trades the cow to the baker for the magic beans. And we know how this story works we out, sure right? Do. Yes. Jack's mom tosses the beans out the window because she's so mad at him for not getting money. And the beanstalk grows. Jack climbs it, finding treasures of gold, incurring the wrath of a giant who lives there. Damn. Right? All right. Yeah. The baker runs into Little Red Riding Hood, who is off to visit her granny, who lives in an oak tree. Nice. Along the way, she encounters the wolf, played by Johnny Depp. Interesting. Who is, like, wearing a zoot suit. It's like <laughs> Zoot Suit Riot, Johnny Depp as the wolf. <laughs> what if he just stepped into frame and Zoot Suit Riot started playing? <laughs> zoot Suit Riot. I know. It's, that's exactly what oh, he looked like. It was shit. funny. Um, so as we know how this story goes, he eats Red's granny and then Red, <laughs> the baker happens along and saves them and she gives him the red cape as a thank you. I see where this is going. Right. First item down. Um, and of course he has the cow. So second item down, oh, right? Oh shit. Yeah. He, he had got the cow. cow. Right. Um, as Cinderella desperately wants to attend the king's ball, but her evil stepmother will not allow it. She visits her mom's grave under a weeping willow tree where her mom appears and grants her the wish of a gown and golden slippers to attend. I know someone who needs a slipper. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah, you are, cut, you are following along. I sure am. As she is fleeing the ball and loses her slipper through a series of aben- events, events. Oh, my gosh. See, it's, it's contagious. I think we might have a gas leak. <laughs> like I said, this episode is fucking wild, man. I don't know what's going on. Can anyone understand what we're talking about? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So through a series of events, the baker's wife trades her shoes for one golden slipper. Who could have seen that coming? Did you see that coming? Okay. So the baker's wife happens along the woods and sees a maiden in a tower named Rapunzel. Ah, uh, yes. Right? Right. Um, who was put there by the witch many years ago. Okay. All right. So let's do the math here. Oh, right? math. Okay. Pop steals veggies, must give kid, <laughs> must give up kid. Yes. Right? In yes. return. For the witch cucumber. gets kid. Right. So Rapunzel is the baker's sister. 
Okay. We're doing the math here. Although yes. they never state it and the two never meet. Oh, and it, bo- it bothered me throughout the whole movie. Did it? I'm, I'm like, sure when are these two hooking up? You know, when are they going to meet? And like, just hug it happen. out. Right. Mm. Did not happen. I'm so sorry, Laura. I know. Um, anyway, the baker's wife <laughs> steals some of her luscious locks. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. And so we have the golden hair that looks like corn. I can't with the corn. Like anything else you could have chosen to describe that color. Right? Corn. Well, it gets better. So after what seems like forever, and it does seem like forever, the items are gathered for the spell. Yeah. One problemo. What? The witch has touched Rapunzel's hair. The corn. When she scaled up the wall oh, no. to visit her, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, no. Right. But for some reason, somebody had an ear of corn. Close no, by. No. And they used the hair from, from the, the ear of corn for the spell. You're, are you fucking with me? I'm not kidding. That would not work. It was weird. It was, <laughs> the spell didn't fucking say hair from corn. It said hair that looks like corn, which I had a problem what looks with more from like the hair, beginning. What looks more like hair of corn than <laughs> hair of corn? Hair of corn. <laughs> a 70s corn cover band. Wow. Yes. Yes. With Jonathan Davis. Is that his name? Yes. Yes. I like where this is going. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So the spell is broken, right? Yeah. And each of the characters receive their happy ending. We, we would that. think that this is the end of oh the movie. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? But it's not. Shit. Okay. The baker and his wife have a bouncing baby boy. The nice. witch's beauty and youth are restored. Mm-hmm. Cinderella marries her prince. Mm-hmm. Red and Granny are together. Jack and his mom can now eat whatever they want because of the treasures brought down the beanstalk. Okay. And he killed the giant, right? Yeah. But the moral of this cautionary tale, thank you, Disney, is be careful what you wish for. Because then this movie takes a kind of a twist. Really? Which I did not expect. The witch finds out that she has lost all of her magic powers in return for her youth. So she got her youth back, but now she has no magic. Right. Right? Now you have to be boring. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's correct. Uh, The giant's widow climbs down the beanstalk to take revenge on the kingdom Killing Red's mom and granny. Oh, shit. Okay. Jack's mom, also a goner. Oh. Uh, Cinderella becomes disenchanted with her playboy husband. Oh. Who seduces the baker's wife, who takes a tumble and lands at the bottom of a ravine, killing her. What? Emily Blunt took a tumble down the hill. Is she Jack and Jill? Wait, what are all of these fucking... <laughs> we went in a direction I was not expecting. I'm trying to catch up. I know, right? Okay. Right. I, I'm, I'm so... So Emily Blunt, dead. Granny, yeah. dead. Red's mom, dead. dead. Jack's mom, dead. dead. Okay. Wow. Classic Disney. I know, right? Yeah, very uplifting. Very adult themes here. Yeah. Uh, So everybody blames everybody else for all of the shit show that's happening. And ultimately, they band together to defeat the giant. Jack and Red, now orphans, are going to go live with the baker. And Cinderella is also going to live with him and help him clean the house and take care of the baby. What? Is that how it ends? Yes. That's that's devastating. And what the hell happened to Rapunzel? Where's she at? (laughs) She's MIA. And her hair didn't even matter. Like, so she literally had no point. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did not see that coming, but I'm kind of into it. Like, that's a twist. Yeah, it is, is a twist. Is that how the musical goes? Yes. Or is it really? Yeah. 
It says that the movie is pretty close to the stage production, with the exception of many of the songs oh, are cut sh- from the movie. <laughs> oh, God, like, are you serious? You mean there were more songs? <laughs> more songs? You know what? I'm going to get you into the woods tickets for your birthday next year. <laughs> it sounds like you really want to see the stage production. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that is the movie. Okay, fun. I had no I idea. Did, I mean, I like the twist, but it's interesting that... You know, it, it's a Disney movie. Right. And those are pretty adult sure. adult themes. But it's not ending like happily ever after. I do kind of like that because that, yeah, that's not realistic. <laughs> I love that Cinderella's um, hubby was a playboy. Oh, do and you? She, I mean, and she <laughs> was like, I mean, because yeah, everybody's like the, the prince on the white horse comes to save you. And then, you know, he right. turns out to be a douchebag. So right. Laura's like, I know that story. Well, <laughs> this is my fairy tale. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so some fun facts. Yes. All right. Well, I thought it was interesting that you talked about the age because uh, Cinderella is supposed to be 16. Oh, God. And the gal playing her was 28 at the time. So Whoa, there you go. So okay. I think that happens all the time, it really. Does, yeah. yeah. Um, in the early 90s, an attempt to make the musical into a movie uh, was set to star Robin Williams as the baker, Aww. Goldie Hawn as the baker's wife, Cher as the witch. Danny DeVito is the giant. No, stop. Stop. That's just wrong. I am already running to Photoshop right after this to Photoshop you as Danny DeVito as a giant. It's already being done. But oh, continue. No. Steve Martin as the wolf and Roseanne as Jack's mom. Okay, don't like that last one, yep. but I feel robbed right? of some of the. I would have loved to see that. I know. Apparently, they even like sat down and had a reading and everything, and it Aww. just never came to fruition. So, bummer. All right, so here's my lesson. Yeah. We have obviously already covered the Brothers Grimm yes. and their fairy tales. So I thought, what could I do? What could, I, what could be my lesson here? And it's Into the Woods is used as a metaphor for a dangerous, challenging quest where there is no idea of the outcome. Okay. Which kind of got me to thinking, why do woods and forests inspire such fear? Oh, okay. Fun. Right? Yeah. Um, So it's fear of the vast unknown. Forests and woods have been at the center of scary stories told around the campfire, eventually making their way into the collective conscious in the horror genre. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Whether in film or on the page, the Brothers Grimm, Sam Raimi, Bram Stoker, or M. Night Shyamalan, to name a few, have warned us of the dangers of entering the woods. Oh, okay. I like where this is going, Laura. Mm-hmm. I did not expect it. Mm-hmm. We have come to believe when our protagonist of a film enters the deep, dark woods that harm will befall them. Right. Right? One reason may be the fear of what lives in the woods. It makes total sense that early settlers would be afraid of what was lurking out in the great unknown um, as they were settling the wilderness. Mm -hmm. Uh, Predators as well as criminals were a real threat and they usually were found in the deep wood. Right. Right. Uh, Today, most people are not out foraging and settling untamed country and have little reason to venture into the wilderness. So it is less about the predators and more about the evil that hide, like witches and demons, the supernatural kind. Ooh, spooky. Yeah. It is simply fear of the unknown. So here are some of the scariest forests out there. Ooh, fun. Right? Yeah. All right. The Black Forest in Germany, which serves as the backdrop for many of the famed Grimm's fairy tales. Really? Right. And when we talked about them, we talked about them going into the countryside and getting these tales told to them, you know, through the folklore. So 
Very interesting. Okay, nice. Um, the Witchwood Forest in England. Oh, I want to go to England so bad. I know. According to legend, the wife of the Earl of Leicester, named Amy Robsart, broke her neck and died. Oh. And now anyone who comes across her ghost in the wood also suffers a similar fate. She's They're pissed. doomed yeah. to die. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Uh, the Island of the Dolls in Mexico. Uh, Zach Bagans went there, Lore. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that episode that one with is you. Spooky That's very as hell. creepy. Yeah, so the island is said to be dedicated to a young girl who drowned under questionable circumstances. The trees are littered with dolls hanging from the branches and said to be possessed by her spirit. Yeah, if you're interested in learning more about that, there is a Ghost Adventures episode all about it and it's one of our favorite ones because it's yeah. so spooky but also Zach Bagans is terrified of dolls and it's fucking hilarious <laughs> so <laughs> there's that so a good episode right. all around okay the Pine Barrens yeah all right in New Jersey which of course is our favorite Sopranos episode the best also home of the Jersey Devil yeah hey I did him for a witch whisper you did yeah. your favorite cryptid I want to go to the Pine Barrens I'm not even gonna lie about it do you it. really I'm spooked but I want to go you want to go yeah all right, the Devil's Tramping Ground in Bear Camp, North Carolina. Oh, I like that name. Right? Yeah. Legend has it that the devil has been spotted getting his groove on. Oh, getting dancing, busy. Dancing the night away oh. with his, yeah. Wait, do you mean dancing or is he like getting busy? He's dancing. Lore, you can't say, <laughs> like, so innocently. Well, she's like dancing. <laughs> like you said, getting it on. I said getting his groove on on the dance floor. <laughs> I missed the dance floor. I missed that part. You didn't let me get there. <laughs> I got too excited. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, and apparently those have, who have spotted him, um, he has bright red piercing eyes. Ooh. Right? Okay. Spook. Creepy. The Forest of Randolph in Maine, which according to the locals, attracts a lot of paranormal activity, including mm-hmm. talking orbs of light and ghostly Figures. Ooh. And that's just a few. Just a, there are so many. That is so cool, Laura. Right? Yeah, I'm I love that. As someone who is very like earthy mm-hmm. and obviously you're very in touch with the earth element. Like, yeah. do you how do you feel about this? Like woods being used as Well, you know, it was interesting because this was not my first like thought of the lesson so okay. as I was watching the movie I'm always like okay what can my lesson be and obviously we've already done the Brothers Grimm and we've you know hit the mythical fantasy you sure. know so many times and I the first thing that caught my eye was like oh okay the grandmother lives in an oak tree and she goes to visit her mom in the willow tree and I thought well maybe I can touch on the magic of trees yeah. you know in that aspect but then when I looked up what does like what does into the woods mean and then it was all about fear and I was like hmm well let me see what I can find on this and and there's so much information that this is a real thing and to me that doesn't equate that's right that's right. why I was curious I go to the woods and the forest to for the opposite for the opposite to yeah. like be healed and like for healing and being in touch with nature so it's completely opposite to me you know. Yeah, but I could see how that unknown aspect. Well, sure. I mean, going into the woods in the middle of the night. Uh, yeah. Spooky. I think yourself. it's intentional, too. Like, think about all the magic that exists in the woods and how populations can survive through foraging and hunting. Mm-hmm. Right. And then by separating them physically and spiritually, they become easier to control. 
Mm. Yeah, one of the things that I did read was saying something about people fear. Um, you know, they're used to living one their life, one you know, one specific way. way, and then going out into the woods and into nature and being confronted with the unknown. They're forced to tap into parts of themselves oh, that they might not want to face or see. It like brings about something, right? You know, something else. Yeah, and I mean that's like the perfect. You yeah, know, premise for a story, like yeah. a horror story. Yeah, yeah. Well, I one of the articles I read, it was kind of talking about cabin in the woods. Yeah, yeah. they do so a great that, job at that. So they do a great job at that, where they they take you know, and this story, this storyline has been told so many times, where yeah. they take a, you know a young group of kids and they you know very innocently are going to party at a cabin in the woods, and then they're faced with all of these horrors, and they're forced yeah. to see what they're made of. Ooh. Like what it beckons the question, how far are you willing to go? Yeah, and like, like when no one's looking in the deep dark woods and you're all alone, like what's yeah, going on in there and yeah. how are you going to respond? Yeah, yeah, I mean, as soon as you see like a horror movie open and someone says, we're going to just go stay at a cabin, you're like, ooh, <laughs> bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, Oh, there's trouble. It is yeah. a very like as soon as they're like in the middle of the woods, you're like, oh, you're a goner. Right. Like, so it has very much become that's very mm-hmm. interesting. I've never really thought about like how yeah. like that juxtaposition. That's yeah. very cool. It's interesting. Thanks, Laura. Yeah. So I thought it would be good to bring up, but I will talk about the magic of trees at some point. We know you will. Yeah. And I am gonna do Cabin in the Woods. That's oh, very you? much requested. Okay. So yeah. yeah, good one. Now I'm gonna tackle that one. Oh, I really liked that. We have to yeah. add some of those to our list because you know we're gonna have to at least drive by some of them. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I'm just going to stay on the edge. I know, no. she, I know. she's not. A, she's like, absolutely not. Ooh, I really like that. I think people yeah. are going to be so into that. Yeah. Way to go, Laura Up Top Woo-hoo, Girl. Another sweet. one in the books. Yeah. All right, you want to do killer quotes? Let's do it. My quote is, whatever, loser, because (laughs) when the twins are confronted with the darkness, that's like the first thing they say to them. And I think it's hilarious. Which I also thought maybe you were going to say it was from Mean Girls. It kind (laughs) of, it could have been, yes. Right? (laughs) Any early 2000s movie, it could have landed somewhere in there. That's right. All right. So mine is, the woods can be a dangerous place. Ooh. Ooh. I love that lore. Right? All right. Okay. Well... That's what we have. (laughs) (laughs) It took us a while to get here. That episode. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It It might be one of my favorites because, look, we still can't talk. We need to go. We need to go to bed. (laughs) I cannot speak today. You know why? Because I haven't had any coffee in two days. Yeah. You've been (laughs) hugging the porcelain god. around the commode. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, we will see you next week, friends. All right. TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on.